Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 62. This week on the episode, I've got an awesome conversation with a pretty new band. Um, they made the Weekend Waves playlist at the end of the year of 2020, and um have really only broken out on the scene as a musical project in 2020. Uh, I'm talking about Walker and Wild. So I had the opportunity to connect with the guys and have a really cool conversation. They're super cool dudes. Um, and I think that this episode will be great for people looking for new music who enjoy kind of folk rock, kind of experimental, kind of singer-songwriter. Um, you know, they fit in a, a few different boxes as far as their musical styles. Uh, but it'll be interesting because they're not necessarily a big-name band that a lot of people are familiar with or anything. So this, I felt like, was a great way to introduce them to, you know, my listener base as well as hopefully, you know, get some people paying attention. Uh, we talked about a, a number of things. Um, they live kind of a, a vagabond lifestyle, if you will. Um, basically, you know, intentionally homeless. Um, they are currently, you know, traveling around, uh, busking, which for people that aren't familiar with the term is playing street music and street art and, you know, taking donations and, and money that way. Um, they launched a Kickstarter in 2020 that got funded incredibly quickly and, and very well. They performed a concert on a mountain um, and have some cool plans for 2021, which include hopefully some more new music and things of that nature. They're working on kind of this documentary to figure out life's great question, which is why? Why do we exist and what's the purpose of everything? So um, really excited to bring this episode to you guys and really hope that you enjoy it. I had a great time talking with the guys um, and look forward to, you know, seeing the project when it gets done for the documentary, but also looking forward to new music and new music videos. For now, though, let's jump into my conversation with Walker and Wild. So uh, to kick things off, I, I don't normally do like, you know, the standard list of questions or anything like that, but I always open up with the same boring ass question. And that's uh, kind of, you know, what's your name, kind of your background and how would you describe the project Walker and Wild? Just to, just to confirm, you're recording all this right now. Is it, are you recording via Zoom? Uh, both. I'm doing Zoom and I've got an audio recorder with me. But yeah, it's all going to be audio recorded. Yeah. Right on. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so my name's Jay. Uh, I am the one half of Walker and Wild. Uh, my last name is Walker. So that's where that comes from. And yeah, that's. Uh, I came from the mountains of Alberta is where I grew up, spent a lot of time there. So a lot of time in sort of the folk and uh, storyteller side of things is really what I was raised on. Yeah. And so that's definitely what I love bringing to here. And also just grew up very, uh, very interested in being a vagrant. 
and living that life. And so that's that's been kind of the direction I've been going in all my days. Uh, what about right. you, Isaac? Um, I grew up in East Van and uh, Vancouver. Yeah, East Vancouver. Right. Vancouver. Yeah, I I should have not assume that everyone knows what East Van is. And uh, I was really involved with like crazy experimental music. <laughs> Had a band in high school. Started to get like a little bit of notoriety, particularly in Scandinavia. Um, okay. <laughs> like thousands and thousands of listeners in Scandinavia. We had labels and stuff coming after us, and and then I I quit. Um, <laughs> But then, yeah, I've just been super, super into really weird experimental stuff my whole life. But then then slowly have become constrained by more and more neoclassical trappings and folk ideas and have yeah. turned into this weird amalgamation of is he is he a classical musician or is he a is he a folk musician? And nobody knows until I guess Walker and Wilde. And yeah, my name is Isaac Wilde. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's funny. You, you mentioned Scandinavia, uh, for no reason whatsoever. My number two, um, rated country on Spotify for the podcast is Romania. And I have no idea why, but they, they love it over there. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. I, I hope I, I blow up in Europe again. Mm -hmm. I would like years after I quit that band and by quit, I mean, dumped them all right they were all so mad at me like i was like i'm out and they were like why like we're doing really well <laughs> anyways uh i would get emails from germany and france being like hey like great album and i was like thanks <laughs> don't know who you are i don't know how you found my music to be honest <laughs> yeah and that's the the crazy thing i've not interviewed anybody from romania the closest i came was belgium so maybe there's some crossover there but who knows um yeah so you guys just dropped the the new ep the first ep uh for you guys um talk a little bit about you know the lifestyle that you've got like you said kind of the vagrant lifestyle going through you know all the restrictions of covid and deciding now is a good time to launch a musical project yeah it's uh it's definitely an interesting choice from the outside as well as from the inside, to be fair. <laughs> it's kind of more of just things aligned as we were going um, and COVID was happening. And, and the thing about COVID is it's bad for everyone, really shut right. everyone down. And we were, we were already well on our way to being on the road in this iteration. And so it just kind of wasn't gonna stop us. And so we do everything obviously with COVID safety in mind. Like when we bus right. or we play music, we wear masks and everything like we're, we're definitely, we're safe and careful about that, but we weren't going to let that stop us from actually pursuing what we're, we're trying to do because we, we kind of have to, like, it's just, it's something we have to do. We, yeah, it's, it's really, we got to do it. And so we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, th I think that comes through, um, you know, within the music and stuff, the, the authenticity, right? Like clearly it's not, it's about the money because we everything we do is about money. But oh, it's not like, you know, like you said, you at one point in time had a record label potential, you know, lined up and all that. And it's like, that's not what I want. You know, I want to go this route. So, um, you know, the passion, I think, is a, a key factor for you guys. Absolutely. We're definitely very passionate. And uh, Isaac's, Isaac had some debates with me about record labels and everything. But we uh, 
we we're really just excited about playing music and getting to play in front of people like even what we do a lot of the time now because of covid and no venues are open is playing on the street and we just love it because you'll see people come down the street and just be shocked at first because there's a man with a double (laughs) bass on the side of the side of the street there and another guy with a suitcase kick drum and a guitar and both of them look crazy yeah um but they just people get into it and it's really encouraging and exciting to see people interact in such a visceral and authentic way absolutely yeah and i I think you know obviously record labels are 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 helpful um but at, at the same time in the world we live in now music is so easily accessible and it's so easy to get your own stuff you know put out it's not a a necessary component to start off with mm-hmm. um so within the uh the writing process let's talk a little bit about that for you guys so being that you're kind of from opposite sides you've formed this amalgamation like you said of having a lot of experience with much more experimental music and then the folk stuff, what's the the writing process kind of look like for you guys when it comes down to it's time to, you know, produce a song? For me, it's definitely, I draw a lot. And especially for this uh, EP that we did, just stories that have happened in our own life, you know, experiences that we've had and the reality of what's around us is definitely an inspiration. And so, I'll come up with something or some line or even something that I've heard um, and we'll bat it around or Isaac will come up with something. And it's definitely a very collaborative thing. We do everything 50% on either side, lyrics and music. And it's uh, it's been honestly really good. Like stuff just kind of seems to fall into place. Isaac? Uh, I often have dreams where I write a melody and then I have to wake up and write it down. And so that's one of my main ways of writing music. And then my other main way of writing music is to just say, oh, how many jazz chords can I throw into a song? <laughs> and still call it folk. And still call it folk music. So we're currently working on a single and we, you know, we did like a basic demo of it just to make sure we could, you know, play it later. And we listened back to it. And I think at first it was a kind of a blues bop, but it's definitely jazz. It's, immediately <laughs> jazz. <laughs> it's like folk. It's definitely folk, mm-hmm. but it's it's got a lot more jazz. There's like a lot of sevenths and ninths and elevenths. And it's it's got like some, it's real fun. It's going to be really good. We're going to have that coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so again, you guys, you know, didn't do it the traditional way. You, you formed the, the project. And then you threw up a Kickstarter. Talk a little bit about that mindset of like, we're going to document, you know, life and try to discover why life is what life is. Uh, And, you know, I'm going to say it, the balls that it took to be like, hey, nobody knows us, but here's a Kickstarter. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's the... It's just there's there's a lot of people in the media and in the, in the world as a whole right now where you can feel the palpable question. Like people want to know. And that's that's the humor of today and of the Internet, especially is like nothing matters. Everything is meaningless. We're all going to die. And that's what people have accepted for sure. Right. <laughs> and so we figured you know, there's been so many philosophers out there who have tried uh, and have just kind of petered around to figure things out we're just gonna 
solve that once and for all. Yeah, I think the problem with philosophers is they tend to lay on their side and talk about stuff while they're you know eating their, grapes, eating grapes <laughs> in their togas. Whereas Jay and I were like, well, why don't we do that in a van? Yeah, so right. perfect, solved the problem. Well, we're going to, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so, kind of what goes into that, you know, the documentation of it, and what's your kind of creative uh, process behind it? It's uh, the documentation of it is definitely going to be a very fluid, like it's true to life. We are we are doing a documentary, um, and so we are just going out there and we're capturing life, and so we're going to be going a lot of places, not all of which we can reveal at the moment. Right. But we have some some definite uh, exciting things that we're going to see, and it's going to span the the gap we feel between a lot of different people's perspectives and opinions because we want to explore what is underneath all of that. Every person out there is driven by something, and often they themselves don't even realize what that is. And so we're looking to explore that and go a little deeper than just the surface by seeing the similarities and the contrast between all the people that we meet across countries. Awesome. Um, you, with the Kickstarter, uh, you know, did the Kickstarter and then went and played a concert on a mountain. <laughs> where, where did that come from? Like, you know, again, let's talk about the idea. Like, nobody knows us. We're going to go do this, this concert that we're going to film on a mountaintop. Well, I said to Jay, you know, I haven't gone on a good hike in a little while. Why don't we take my double bass and your suitcase kick drum and all of our musical equipment and walk to the top of a mountain and record a concert up there? Sounds like a cool plan, doesn't it? And uh, I did the very logical I mean, yeah. thing to say yes, which yeah, is great, great decision. We were both very happy with that as we moaned and cried up the mountain <laughs> yeah it was excruciating but and for people that don't know top. yeah and for people that don't know put in perspective how much does a double bass weigh uh i mean like probably like 30 ish pounds maybe between 30 and 50 pounds I would but say. the real trick is the size because what we were yeah. carrying up the, right. we also chose we did the dumbest thing where we chose a hike that actually requires a lot of uh, rope climbing and scrambling Ooh, so like we could have yeah. just chose one with a manicured trail and stairs and things like that but instead we had to go on this one where you're literally scrambling up rock faces where they have to bolt in ropes and everything so that you can just climb right up it while carrying a double base yeah. and a suitcase and a backpack full of camera gear yeah <laughs> but so we made it. the reason i brought that up yeah. And the reason I brought that up is like, it's, it's not like, you know, oh, like you said, went to this manicured trail and it was literally, we walked <laughs> 20 feet into the woods and here we are. Like you guys put in effort to do this. <laughs> yeah. The worst part for me was that uh, halfway up, I forgot my tambourine. So I had to run back down and then we Oof. got up there <laughs> and uh, Isaac's laptop, we were going to record the audio on had died from the cold because it was a Mac. And it was in the negatives. And it was in the negative. It, was it, negative was, it wasn't because it was a Mac. It was because I was carrying it in like a, a very uninsulated case. It was a Mac. And it was in like several negative below zero uh, Celsius. <laughs> Celsius. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, I had to run down a third time to grab the laptop, my laptop, and come back up. So it was it was a, a long day of running so we could catch the right light too and then we went busking afterwards right. and we went and played two hours in the city after that oh yeah that was good 
Awesome. Um, so talk a little bit about the ambience of recording in, in nature like that. Obviously, um, I always find it interesting when people do a lot of their own like self-production and things like that. Like how much I've, I've seen the YouTube video, but like how much um, of that recording did you actually have to go back and like kill some ambiance or did you pipe some in? You know what I mean? Like how much play did you have in that? Uh, I, I do the mixing and stuff like that. So the video editing, we just uh, cut out any, any like dumb, you know, boring in-betweens cause we didn't want to bore people. Right. Um, but, mm -hmm. but in regards to the sound, like I did essentially nothing. I didn't do any compression. It was a teeny little bit of EQ. Um, but the mics that we had, we, we were, we, I use a universal audio gear and then mm -hmm. the mics that we had were rad. So honestly, didn't have to do almost anything. Awesome. The, the reason I asked that, there's another Canadian, uh, her name is Lights, and she did a live version of one of her albums acoustically and went out and like intentionally sat beside a waterfall to get that mm -hmm. ambiance in the background of the song she was playing and stuff. So I didn't know if, you know, something similar for you guys, like birds chirping in the background and it's like, well, that kind of tied into the song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was definitely an experience to record up there. I also because we recorded the entire EP in the van, one of my favorite tracks to record was our final uh, ending song called Gutterfolk Hymnal, where we just scream is essentially the whole song. It's a it's a protest chant, realistically. Yeah. And so we uh, we walked out on we were in this back 40 forestry road type of thing and just walked out in there and the shout echoed like you wouldn't believe that night. And we were out in the in the in the forest, but there was a, a town near enough by that I spent the next 15 minutes after we just belted it out in the middle of the night being like, is there going to be a, a police officer that's going to come down here? Or sorry for Isaac, a police officer that's going to come down here and give us a noise complaint in the middle of the forest. Yeah, we get bothered by the police quite a bit. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the vagrant lifestyle, though, right? Yeah, it, like, is, it is part of the vagrant lifestyle. Yeah, we did and sign up for it. <laughs> We chose this. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate though because like I'm sure you guys aren't destructive in anything that you're doing, but it's just the way the society looks at it, right? Like mm -hmm. you're even even though you guys specifically have chosen this lifestyle, why are you out on the streets? You know, like the the subconscious almost stereotype of clearly you're not good enough or you're not a contributing member of society plays in. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm just going to check this. I always check this when we do interviews. Are you okay with swears? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then excuse me. So will I go on this tangent? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So we're, we're staying on the West coast in Canada right now. Um, mm -hmm. and we're staying kind of integrated with the homeless population because we are them. Yeah. Cause we're, right. we're one of them. And, but like, it, it frustrates me so much that this dumbass shit with this people <laughs> who like they they it's the same shit as con like as segregation. OK, you think about mm -hmm. racism in the 60s and prior to this shit, the 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 people here just don't want to interact with the homeless. They're like they aren't they basically degrade them to be less than people. Yeah. But like if you if you've ever talked to someone who is homeless, they are quite dynamic and interesting and normal people yeah. with a very different lifestyle than you might be used to. And so it frustrates the hell out of me that people are so 
they're so stuck in their privileged lifestyle that they can't let these people live their lives. Like they're so preventative and segregated. It's classism at its fine. It's elitism. And we don't call it that. We call it safety. And that pisses me the shit off, man. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I, I totally agree. You know, like it's, I go to a ton of concerts and stuff and, you know, not always in the, the quote unquote safest areas or whatever. And like, it's amazing to see how quickly somebody will turn around and, you know, take a different path or whatever. And it's like, just because some dude's sitting there, like you don't know his life. You have no idea what, what's going on there. Um, You know, that's one of the things that super frustrates me as well. And, you know, I've never been homeless. I'm very lucky in that. And I've just never chosen to be. Uh, So kudos to you for that. But like, it, it blows my mind when, you know, like I said, you could just be walking down the street and just because some guy's sitting there with a bag of stuff next to him or whatever, like immediately everybody's like, oh, he's a drunk. He's a druggie, like whatever. And it's like, you don't you don't know. Like, you can't have what stuff, if that means or, your life ain't together. Yeah, or like or like yeah. the the judgment on people when they're like, oh, don't give that guy money. He's going to spend it on drugs. It's like, well, Guaranteed. first, who the hell are you to judge that guy for his right. like if he does spend it on drugs? That's his choice. Like you're the <laughs> yeah. one with riches and money and a house and too much stuff that you can't fit in your house. You know, like give yeah. the guy a buck. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and even like for me, I'm I'm one of those people that I may not straight up offer money right away. Like the, what I normally say if I'm going to interact or when I interact is what do you need? You know, like Yeah, yeah. Do you just need a meal? I can go grab you food real quick or something, you know, because totally that's a reasonable yeah, thing to great. do as long yeah. as it's like genuinely treating these people like human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I literally just did it the other day at the, the gas station uh, mm-hmm. up the road from me. Like I was walking in, guys sitting there. Hey, man, do you need anything? Mm-hmm. Ask for a pack of smokes, you know, so cool. I'll get yeah. you a pack of smokes. I don't care. Um, it's It's those little things that we've lost over time that shows we're all human like mm-hmm. fuck everything else yeah you're totally right man awesome so uh back to the music a little bit uh <laughs> the ep's called there are gods in little men uh obviously a very folky title but kind of what went into the naming of the ep as well as the songs was it you know intentional within the stories that you're trying to tell or was it more of like a, I guess, for lack of a better term, like a concept album? Um, all of our stuff, we try to be extremely, both of us are, are avid readers. Um, I tend towards nonfiction. Jay tends towards fiction. And so we both kind of just, the way we think about music is, is a little different. It's very And it creates this very cool synchronicity between the two of us. Mm. Um, but Jay and I really yeah. want our music to be named and thought of in a very story, like a, a literary sense. We want it to be thoughtful and intellectual and like deep. And so everything in the titles yeah. is, is something that you can, you can look at, but honestly, most of the time we're just having a, a good time. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, right. it's all just really you know, we were we wrote the song about what happened in life, and then we said, "Well, that's what happened in life," and that's how we named it. So it uh, it really comes out pretty simply, as much as we like to to posture that, "Oh, we like literary things and we like reading." You know, we're just writing down what happened, and 
using the simple words we have to tie it all together. Yeah, awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about Child of the Rain. Uh, that was your first like video and, and kind of single within this, or at least the first one that I saw. Um, kind of, you know, give us the background, I guess. What's, what's the story intended? Well, that story really came about as we were, we were traveling through BC, which is on the West Coast, East, West Coast, West Coast of Canada, losing my mind. Uh, as we were traveling, we were going <laughs> through the uh, West Coast uh, of Canada and winter was really starting to set in. And so it was a very cold and bitter uh, time as we were traveling along and we were trying to find essentially that bastion of hope and a place where we could really settle in and find find a place to sit, a kind of promised land, which of course doesn't exist, uh, but it yeah. always cycles around. And so the search continues, but it definitely came out of that, uh, that, sort, of, that sort of goal to find, find somewhere a little bit more hospitable. Awesome. And, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, isn't that really everybody's goal is to, to just Absolutely. be where they're accepted and enjoy their life? Everyone's looking for a promised land. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another one that that caught my attention uh, is the christening in Two Tone Tony. So, for people that don't know, Two Tone Tony is the van. Um, so, kind of, let's go over again the background and, and the intended story here for the the overall feel of the song. Isaac, you want to take this one or do you want me to keep talking? You can go, man. <laughs> All right. I'm chill. <laughs> I, uh, the van, well, yeah, it really is. It's just all about just very simply the van. Um, all of our music is pretty simple, ultimately. This one is about the van, um, how it, it kind of appeared in our lives. And we, we were drawn to it and we went, we want to live in this van. It feels like the thing we got to do. Um, feels like we're, yeah, driven to drive the van. And so that's, that's really the the whole of the song. Not a lot beyond <laughs> it. Just uh, love love this band. Love love two tone Tony, our boy. Yeah, it's it's just a. I just thought it was you know pretty nice to incorporate that that story in there because it's it's just you know just wanted to tell this fun story about what yeah, happened. How it got named. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving forward, you know, twenty twenty one hopefully is got to be better than twenty twenty. Uh, so Things obviously get worse. <laughs> that's Rest fair. That. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. Uh, so the hope is that obviously 2021 will get better. But um, let's talk about Typical kind of. Weeks. Yeah, right. Well, I'm in the U.S., man. I don't know if you saw the. OK, the give it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am, too. Uh, <laughs> but no, let's talk about kind of what, what's your vision for 2021? What are kind of the, the goals moving forward? Uh, we have to make a feature-length film. Yeah, so that's definitely that's a, a lot of our time. We're going to find the ultimate answer to why we exist. So, and then the so other, that'll take a, maybe yeah. half the year yeah. portion. Maybe a month or two. A month or two, figure it out. <laughs> but then we are, you know, as hopefully COVID subsides a little bit and vaccinations happen and people like the, you know, live venues start up again, we are going on essentially tour. nonstop touring mm -hmm. for the next year. Uh, 
and until the bars open up, we'll be playing on the streets pretty much constantly. And when the bars are open, we'll still play on the streets. We'll be on the streets and in the bars. <laughs> I've been busking since I was quarterly. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's so, kind of our, our plan for 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Um, so obviously with me being from the U.S., I'm not 100% familiar with kind of the, the COVID restrictions and things like that in, in Canada. Um, are you guys in a, a more strict lockdown right now or is it starting to open up for you guys? Um, Eastern parts of the country are in a strict lockdown, but the West, uh, specifically BC, we have done better than other parts, although, uh, yeah, sometimes not as good as we should be doing, uh, but we're doing okay. So BC is, there's no like late night stuff. Every bar is closed at 10, but there's still plenty happening, mm -hmm. particularly yeah. on the streets. Like when it's sunny, which is People not very out. often sunny, nope. but when it's sunny, I don't know if you've ever been to the Pacific Northwest. Rain. It's always mm -hmm. rain. Always rain. And we just got out of literally, I this is not. A month straight of rain without stop. While living in sunny, we go outside and like people are dancing in the streets whenever we're playing. Like cars stop to see, like to open their windows and see us and yeah. cause traffic jams. And um, small children are are fans, which is small very children encouraging. love us. They the small Huge children love fan. us. Um, uh, not very many women love us. Uh, I've, I've noticed there are uh, less women than maybe most fans would enjoy. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just depends on if they're in a group. Yeah, I think I think we're we might wind up being a bro band. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, well, just and, two vagrants on the street in bandanas is a little intimidating. I, I was gonna say, I, unfortunately, it probably plays into the you know, like we talked about the stereotypes. You know, like. What are these guys doing out here? What you know? How safe I am I? It. Type of situation. We do look like we're going to rob a bank. To be fair, we do. Yes. every time. <laughs> we play. Um, I mean, a know, lot of people, which is going to happen, but like, yeah, documentary plans. <laughs> <laughs> Once we run out of money, yeah, this the bank robbing time. Get tired of busking and the venues aren't open yet. Bank. My favorite time was jay and i were on the train once mm. we uh didn't look at each other but then jay looks at me he's like hey you and everyone on the entire train looks at the two of us you and i see them tense everyone like, gets really <laughs> i look at jay and he comes he walks up to me full height he he like puts a finger in my chest he's like you watch yourself and i was like do you want to go right now <laughs> And then we and then we couldn't hold a straight face anymore. We, we started, started laughing. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and suddenly there was like a collective breath. Train and everyone was like, "Oh, they're just idiots." <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the kind of fun you have to have, right? And then there's another time. Uh, this this. It's always a good time, mostly. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know, obviously, with it being just you guys and relatively limited funds, the the videos and stuff like that are going to be kind of primarily self-shot and, and whatnot, probably for the foreseeable future. What mm. plans do you have for uh, 2021 and, and maybe some more music videos off the EP or new music? 
Well, definitely, as we are documentarians, which is a fun title we get to throw around because we are <laughs> legally funded, um, we, we will be creating content as we go, just sort of chronicling our personal story, um, even if that's not mm -hmm. things that will show up in the documentary proper. And so that'll, that'll line up with the, the videos that we're making. And it's, it's something that we're, we're both very keen on. So we've, we've been doing that. I've been making videos for a long time. Isaac's been very interested in film and partaking it in different ways throughout his lifetime. And so, yeah, we'll be probably every time we release a single, We'll be making some videos about it, and our, our Instagram is always very active as well. Yeah. Awesome. Um, any plans for, obviously, you know, dependent on Wi-Fi and such for, for you guys, but any plans to do, like, live streams or maybe, you know, a live stream of you guys busking or something that, at any point? It's possible. We, uh, we did one live stream that we were really excited about. We might do again. Um, in which we play chess yeah, uh, so we one. did that that was i think really what people were looking for as far as band content yeah it's what they expect really walking yeah. wild <laughs> chess players yeah i kicked jay's ass <laughs> actually no it was a draw it was a terrible draw it was the longest most drawn out draw in history we got down to two kings because neither of us are good at chess which i've been kicking cool. his ass since though yeah it's the problem um, awesome. we, we definitely will do live streams. We yeah, definitely we will, will do live streams. Probably of things other than chess as well, but you know, mainly chess content coming <laughs> down the pipeline. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is though, I don't know that that's a terrible idea. Like maybe not just chess, but in general, like there's so many bands that are doing live stream stuff and it's, we're almost at that, that point where it's an oversaturation of the market where, mm -hmm again everybody can put up whatever they want now so it's like cool but can I, they play I can jazz? hear music anytime but let me right but let me see you be a person mm -hmm. yeah it, which it is, is good we're both very good at being uh people hey, i'm not people. oh yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a great good solid solid at it i never learned it's fair <laughs> I mean, you still got time, right? I was born too stupid and ugly to do it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't hold it against them, though. Yeah. That's why we wear masks. It's hard to when you're, you know, two guys in a van now, so you don't want to hold too much against him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Become a very so, poor van um, very quickly. <laughs> right, right. So um, I think that's everything I've really got for you guys uh, for this this round. I'm sure we're going to talk more in the future because I'm I'm really interested in in the documentary and right kind of where you're going musically and, and things like that. So um, for people that uh, you know aren't familiar with you yet or are just now getting familiar with you um, for the last you know couple minutes or however long it takes you, kind of give them the the rundown on you know where they can find you. We'll link all your socials, but where they can find you, kind of what to expect, and, and just anything you want them to know. Yeah, you can find us primarily on the streets of the island right now, which if you're on the island, you know the island we're talking about. Uh, true. That's where we're, <laughs> we're at right now. So if you keep your eyes peeled there, that's uh, we'll be there. But if you're, if you're on the internet more often, we're on uh, Instagram at Walker and Wild. We're on Twitter at Walker and Wild. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Walker Music, and Tidal, Wild. Walker and Wild. Uh, website www.walkerandwild.com. 
email is info at walkerandwild.com. Uh, our our uh, smoke signal is pa 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 at Walker and Wild. <laughs> so just cast that one into the sky. Um, the small town that got named after us is also called Walker and Wild City. Population zero. It was a terrible tragedy, but you know, sadly, all of them died from COVID. <laughs> we appreciated the thought at least. Um, yeah. Um, also. You can find our van sometimes in places. If you look real close. You got to know, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're mostly just having a good time, mostly. Yeah. So just find us, yeah. and we will, we're will. we always down to hang out. I do. Oh, yeah. If you ever have whiskey, I will enjoy your whiskey. And if you ever have granola bars, I will eat those. Mm. It's probably not the best combination together, but <laughs> separately, I think they're <laughs> yeah. they're doable. I mean, depends on the day, man. It, that's very fair, especially the way that, you know, 2020 went. And again, living in the U.S. after yesterday, who knows? Whew, fun place. That, yeah, that's what we'll call it. If you need us to come get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my passport's valid. I could sneak up. It's nice on the coast. Awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate it. Like I said, um, you know, we're we're definitely going to talk again because I'm I'm really excited for the stuff you're you're working on. Um, I'll let you guys know when this all goes live. We'll you right know on. get it out there for as many people as we can, and and hopefully uh, a lot more people in 2021 are going to know who Walker and Wild are. Well, it's been a pleasure, Josh. Thanks so much for having Thanks, us on. Josh. Yeah, yeah, Keep absolutely, hood, guys. Bro. We'll talk. <laughs> right, right. Appreciate it, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, peace Have out, brother. One. Yeah, thank you. Later. Perfect. And that was my conversation with Walker and Wild. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. I know I had a lot of fun talking to them. Uh, again, I really enjoy kind of the lifestyle that they're pursuing and the vagabond or vagrant, whichever you want to call it. Uh, type of lifestyle where they're not necessarily tied down to any one place and it's allowing them the creative freedom and kind of experimental uh, freedom to do what they want to do and to really pursue what's making them happy. And I, I just really, you know, think that that's something that we could all take a lesson from and kind of incorporate into our own lives to some degree. So uh, really appreciate them taking the time, like I said, to do that interview. Um, had a lot of fun talking with them. Really excited for this documentary that they're working on. Also, you guys definitely need to check out their EP. It is called There Are Gods in Little Men. And it's just a an awesome little... Uh, five song EP that isn't going to take you a ton of time to listen to. Uh, you know, it's about 12 ish minutes. Uh, and it'll give you a good kind of first glimpse at the project and possibly the direction that they're going. Um, and I say that because as you heard in the interview, they're constantly kind of tweaking and experimenting with different things and sounds and ways that they want to 
pursue and move forward with their music. So this is a great snapshot of where they're at right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything they've got coming. Uh, it's different than a lot of the music I listen to, which is always nice because sometimes you just need that, that mood change or that, you know, that vibe check, uh, type of album or EP or whatever. And I think this will be it for a lot of people. So be sure to check out the EP wherever you're streaming music. Hit the guys up. All their social medias and everything are linked in the description of the podcast here. Um, they're super active on like Instagram and such. So be sure to, to head over to their page. Give them a like, a follow, all that sort of stuff. Uh, let them know that you listened to the podcast and hopefully enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I've got for you guys this this week. Um, 2021 seems to be off to a pretty good start for us, so hopefully that continues. And we're really excited for some of the artists that we're getting lined up to bring you new interviews and conversations with uh, throughout the year. So definitely want you guys to make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I still don't use a ton, but you can follow me there as well. Um, it's super simple. Just follow You Make the Scene or search for You Make the Scene, uh, and you'll find me on the different social media platforms. Uh, <laughs> be sure to check out the back catalog, too, of the podcast. You know, it's we've had some incredible artists, some big names and some people that are just starting out and it's it's been a great time so far to wrap up this week's episode i am going to take you out with child of the rain by walker and wild off the new ep there are gods and little men remember guys take care of yourselves take care of each other and you make the scene. Frozen silver watchmen make the mortuary sky. She's the child of the rain. Dancing on the golden, it's final weeping cry. We'll be coming round again. Dark is whipping on the breeze, the storm her loving friend. And she'll be with you in the end. Feel your brittle bone, shiver shaking feathery. She is beautiful and fleeting as a memory. The sky's been falling through, downpours growing cold. She laughs at every foolish hope. Behold, the winter is coming down the road. Ever she's remembered, but never to be grasped. She's the child of the rain. A killer's gray, her halo, a cutting breeze, her laugh. There she disappears again. I can see the future's dawn, for I have lived the past Those days when I was with my love at last 
give a shaking feathery. She is beautiful and fleeting as a memory. The sky's been falling through, downpours growing cold. She laughs at every foolish hope we hold. The winter is coming down the road. Crushing leaves like bones, my weary back can't carry more. All these memories, bitter show, you'll be the same as you were before. Feel your brittle bones, shiver, shake, and As a memory, the sky's been falling through, downpours growing cold. She laughs at every foolish hope we hold. The winter is coming down the road.